Chapter Six of Mother West Wind House Story. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Del de Pinerales. Mother West Wind House Stories by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter Six. How Old Mister Squirrel Became Thrifty. Grandfather Frog sat on his big green lily pad in the smiling pool and shook his head reprovingly at Peter Rabbit. Peter is such a happy-go-lucky little fellow that he never thinks of anything but the good time he can have in the present. He never looks ahead to the future. So, of course, Peter seldom worries. If the sun shines today, Peter takes it for granted that it will shine tomorrow, so he hops and skips and has a good time and just trucks to luck. Now, Grandfather Frog is very old and very wise, and he doesn't believe in luck. No, sir, Grandfather Frog doesn't believe in luck. Chug-a-rum, says Grandfather Frog. Luck never just happens. What people call bad luck is just the result of their own foolishness or carelessness or both. And what people call good luck is just the result of their own wisdom and carefulness and common sense. Peter Rabbit had been making too much fun of Happy Jack Squirrel because Happy Jack said that he had too much to do to stop and play that morning. Here it was summer, and winter was a long way off. What was summer for if not to play in and have a good time? Yet Happy Jack was already thinking of winter and hunting for a new storehouse so as to have it ready when the time to fill it with nuts should come. It was much better to play and take sun naps among the buttercups and daisies and just have a good time all day long. Chug-a-rum, said Grandfather Frog. Did you ever hear how old Mr. Squirrel learned thrift? No, cried Peter Rabbit, stretching himself out on the soft grass on the edge of the smiling pool. Do tell us about it. Please do, Grandfather Frog. You know Peter dearly loves a story. All the other little meadow and forest people who were about the smiling pool joined Peter Rabbit in begging Grandfather Frog for the story, and after they had teased for it for a long time, Grandfather Frog dearly loves to be teased, he cleared his throat and began. Once upon a time, when the world was young, in the days when old King Bear ruled in the green forest, everybody had to take King Bear presents of things to eat. That was because he was king. You know kings never have to work like other people to get enough to eat. Everybody brings them a little of their best, and so kings have the best in the land without the trouble of working for it. It was just this way with old King Bear. That was before he grew so fat and lazy and selfish that old Mother Nature declared he should be king no longer. Now in those days lived old Mr. Squirrel, the grandfather a thousand times removed Happy Jack Squirrel, whom you all know. Of course, he wasn't old then. He was young and frisky, just like Happy Jack, and he was a great favorite with old King Bear. He was a saucy fellow, was Mr. Squirrel, and he used to spend most of his time playing tricks on the other meadow and forest people. He even dared to play jokes on old King Bear. Sometimes old King Bear would lose his temper, and then Mr. Squirrel would whisk up in the top of the tall tree and keep out of sight until old King Bear had recovered his good nature. Those were happy days, very happy days indeed, and old King Bear was a very wise ruler. There was plenty of everything to eat, and so nobody missed the very little they brought to old King Bear. Having so much brought to him, he grew very particular. Yes, sir, old King Bear grew very particular indeed. Some began to whisper behind his back that he was fussy. He would pick out the best of everything for himself and give the rest to his family and special friends, or else just let it go to waste. Now, old King Bear was very fond of lively little Mr. Squirrel, and often he would give Mr. Squirrel some of the good things for which he had no room in his own stomach. Mr. Squirrel was smart. 
he soon found out that the more he amused old king bear the more of king bear's good things he had it was a lot easier to get his living this way than to hunt for his food as he always had in the past besides it was a lot more fun so little mr squirrel studied how to please old king bear and he grew fat on the good things that other people had earned one day old king bear gave little mr squirrel six big fat nuts you see old king bear didn't care for nuts himself not the kind with the hard shells anyway so he really wasn't as generous as he seemed which is the way with a great many people it is easy to give what you don't want yourself little mr squirrel bowed very low and thanked old king bear in his best manner he really didn't want those nuts for his stomach was full at the time but it wouldn't do to refuse a gift from the king so he took the nuts and pretended to be delighted with them what shall i do with them said little mr squirrel as soon as he was alone it won't do for me to leave them where old king bear will find them for it might make him very angry at last he remembered a certain hollow tree the very place cried little mr squirrel i'll drop them in there and no one will be any the wiser no sooner thought of than it was done and little mr squirrel frisked away in his usual happy-go-lucky fashion and forgot all about the nuts in the hollow tree it wasn't very long after this that old mother nature began to hear complaints of old king bear and his rule in the green forest he had grown fat and lazy and all his relatives had grown fat and lazy because you see none of them had to work for the things they ate the little forest and meadow people were growing tired of feeding the bear family it was just at the beginning of winter when old mother nature came to see for herself what the trouble was it didn't take her long to find out no sir it didn't take her long you can't fool old mother nature and it's of no use to try she took one good look at old king bear nodding in the cave where he used to sleep he was so fat he looked as if he would burst his skin old mother nature frowned you are such a lazy fellow that you shall be king no longer instead you shall sleep all winter and grow thinner and thinner until you awaken the spring and then you will have to hunt for your own food for never again shall you live on the gifts of others said she all the little forest and meadow people who had been bringing tribute that is things to eat to old king bear rejoiced that they need do so no longer and went about their business all of old king bear's family including his cousin mr coon had been put to sleep just like old king bear himself yes sir they were all asleep fast asleep little mr squirrel felt lonesome he grew more lonesome every day none of the other little people would have anything to do with him because they remembered how he had lived without working when he was the favorite of king bear the weather was cold and it was hard work to find anything to eat mr squirrel was hungry all the time he couldn't think of anything but his stomach and how empty it was he grew thin and thinner one cold day when the snow covered the earth little mr squirrel went without breakfast then he went without dinner you see he couldn't find so much as a pine seed to eat late in the afternoon he crept into a hollow tree to get away from the cold bitter wind he was very tired and very cold and very very hungry tears filled his eyes and ran over and dripped from his nose he curled up on the leaves at the bottom of the hollow to try to go to sleep and forget under him was something hard he twisted and turned but he couldn't get in a comfortable position finally he looked to see what the trouble was caused by what do you think he found six big fat nuts yes sir six big fat nuts little mr squirrel was so glad that he cried for very joy when he had eaten two he felt better and decided to keep the others for the next day then he began to wonder how those nuts happened to be in the hollow tree he thought and thought and at last he remembered how he had hidden six nuts in this very hollow a long time before when he had had more than he knew what to do with these were the very nuts a present of old king bear right then as he thought about it little mr squirrel had a bright idea he made up his mind that thereafter he would stop his happy-go-lucky idleness and the first time that he ever found plenty of food 
He would fill that hollow tree just as full as he could pack it, and then if there should come a time when food was scarce, he would have plenty. And that is just what he did do. The next fall, when nuts were plentiful, he worked from morning till night storing them away in the hollow tree, and all that winter he was happy and fat, for he had plenty to eat. He never had to beg of anyone. He had learned to save. And ever since then, the squirrels have been among the wisest of all the little forest people and always the busiest. The squirrel family long since learned that things are best when duly earned, that play and fun are found in work by him who does not try to shirk. And that's all, finished Grandfather Frog. Thank you, thank you, Grandfather Frog, cried Peter Rabbit. End of chapter 6 Recording by Adela Pinaroles